Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Good morning, Alan, and good morning to your listeners. So people are very interested in what's likely to happen next with all of this, and transparency is the buzzword we used yesterday when we were speaking to the leader of the Labour Party, Ivana Batchik. She gave her view on the situation. So can you give your view on the situation and then let us know what's happening with the Oireachtas Committee? What, what is your view of what uh, we, we are currently seeing and witnessing at the moment? Well, I think this is potentially the biggest crisis that's facing RT in its, its modern history because it isn't just about the payments uh, to Ryan Tuberty. It's around a question of a culture that exists within RTE um, because there seems to have been an approach in, in quite a number of cases that while cutbacks were being implemented for the staff at the lowest level and also for those who were involved in independent production, uh, for those at senior levels, uh, they kind of felt that the rules did not necessarily apply uh, to them. And this lack of transparency, uh, a lot of the deal-making that had been going on in RT over a period, um, it, it, you know, it, it, it's just not acceptable. Um, we we now know, for instance, that there have been uh, you know, a series of uh, accounts published by RT where there was under-reporting of the salaries of one, at least one member of its top talent. Um, I, I think a lot of people have been asking questions around everyone assumed Ryan Tuberty is employed by RTE as to why he has an agent and sort of operates as a, a you know, in a separate company and there's a lack of complete transparency in that space. Um, there is the question then because RTE is in receipt of significant amounts of public money uh, both directly for the state but in, in fact more uh, significantly through the licence fee that everybody pays and what is now clear is that RTE and I'll, I'll use the word misled um, although I could use a stronger word but RTE misled the Oireachtas and indeed the wider public when you, when you say um, you could use a stronger word, Malcolm, uh, why not use a stronger word if you feel so passionately about it? Well, well, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm quite angry around this because uh, we, we now know that there were people in RTE who knew um, that the salary figures published for Ryan Tuberty were not correct, and nobody put up their hand to say, uh, folks, this is not right. Um, now, Ryan Tuberty apologised on Friday. Uh, after it was his second statement, where he said, "Look, you know, fair enough. He should have uh, he should have done it." But what is of concern is that senior executives in RTE uh, in the public arena, but before Oireachtas committees. I mean, I sit on the Oireachtas Media Committee, where we look at policies with regard to public sector broadcasting and future funding of that model, yeah. and where we have had D Forbes and other senior executives from RTE um, before us. Uh, and, you know, they, they were clearly prov- not providing us with full information. They were coming in telling us about how difficult a financial position RTE was finding itself in. There was a debate around whether we needed to increase the license fee and so on while at the same time uh, they knew that that was not the full picture uh, and they didn't uh, provide the information um, that they knew. Right. So we, we've had, you know, as everybody knows, since last Thursday, we've had a, a sort of an avalanche of statements and a drip, drip, drip uh, from from different people. Today, RTE has said it is going to provide a comprehensive statement listing out date by date 
uh, all of the agreements that were entered into who knew what, who approved of what. Uh, now, it's crucial that that is as comprehensive as possible, that it goes into detail, uh, that it goes some way toward providing us full information around everything that was going on uh, at the National Broadcaster. And then what will happen tomorrow uh, is the Oireachtas Media Committee, of which I'm a member and Deputy Neve Smith chairs it. Um, we have invited seven named personnel from RTE who have responsibility in this area. And will Dave um, Forbes be amongst them? Well, she has been invited, um, but uh, as you'll be aware, she took the decision to resign yesterday. Uh, I would still hope um, that she would come before the committee. I know most people are expecting that she wouldn't. But in her statement yesterday, she says she cares deeply about the staff in RTE and about public sector broadcasting and is proud of her record at the National Broadcaster. And so if she does... It's incumbent on her then to come before uh, the Oireachtas Committee to answer not just to us uh, as legislators, but also to the wider public. Because I think the licensed fee payer is entitled to know exactly what went on in RTE. So Malcolm, Malcolm, what are the key questions you're going to ask tomorrow? So I I think what we need to do, first of all, is, and, and, and this speaks to the culture of RTE. Uh, We need to know whether or not the kind of deal that was entered into with Ryan Tuberty, whether that was an isolated incident or whether it has been going on for quite some period of time. And I'm also on the record, by the way, in order to ensure for Patrick Keelty and the Late Late Show that there was transparency around that, I think we're entitled to know whatever deal RTE has entered into uh, with Patrick Keelty to present the Late Late Show um, this autumn. I, I think he's an excellent presenter, by the way, but I think in the interest of transparency, we do need to know what deal was struck there. Uh, as I said, we need to know, was this part of a culture within RTE? What other kinds of deals were entered into? Mm-hmm. Who approved uh, this type of behaviour? Why was the Oireachta, why were the Oireachtas and the public misled when you know the figures around yeah. what the top presenters were paid were put into the public domain? Did anybody raise their hand and say, uh, folks, these are not the correct figures? What response was there? Mm-hmm. And, and then coming from that, what actions uh, you know, RTE are going to take? There is a okay. new uh, director general and a new chair of the RTE authority, so we'll be looking to hear from the new chair. Um, and, 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 uh, and, and then if we're not satisfied with some of those uh, actions, uh, I'm quite certain our committee will be making recommendations to Arts and Culture Media Minister Catherine Martin, and we will expect uh, tougher actions to be taken on foot of that. And what would that be? Would it be a dilution of the uh, the licence fee, or what, what? What would you be proposing? So, so my 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 one concern, Alan, is like public sector broadcasting is hugely important. It's provided by RTE, but indeed also by local media, including Southeast Radio. And one of the concerns that I have, I suppose, is that. You know, for the ordinary workers in RTE, you know, the researchers, the people who put the programmes on air, those who provide, you know, the news and current affairs programmes that we all tend to to watch, Mm. um, you know, they're not implicated in all of this. And as you know, they're extremely angry uh, because they took pay cuts or they were refused pay rises during this time that RTE was pleading uh, that had all of these financial difficulties. So, you know, one of the concerns that we'd have is if we looked at cutting the funding to RTE, the people who would suffer would be the ordinary people within okay. the national broadcaster who are trying to provide the programmes. Right. And I think for democracy, it is really important um, that we do have 
you know, good um, public sector broadcasting. But I do think we are going to need a system of clear transparency around. All right, not I just, I just before, and we touch ba- yeah. on what's been paid to them. Yeah, we'll touch base with you again on Thursday after the meeting. But I just have a couple of comments. One from Shane. Good morning, Alan. I have no trust in RTE. I think Ryan Tuberley should give back the three hundred and forty-five thousand euro, and I think Ryan Tuberley should be summoned to the public accounts committee. That's the view of Shane. Uh, we've got a comment in as well in relation to uh, transparency. Um, no difference to our government paying themselves massive salaries and paying our frontline workers a pittance. Is our government any different to RTE as regards treating themselves to massive salaries and nurses and junior doctors, for example, needing to depend on food banks in many cases? Can I just get your a, a quick response to both those comments, Malcolm, and we will talk to you again on Thursday after the meeting. Well, I, I think the first comment is, is very relevant uh, because it does speak to trust. Here, RT was not transparent uh, around uh, what had happened. I, I'm certainly happy. We, we can't compel Ryan Tuberty uh, to appear before our committee. We can with the uh, some of the executives that are there, but, but certainly, I mean, an invitation is extended to Ryan Tuberty if he wants to come and outline his side's uh, of what has happened. I think that's important. On, on the second point, in, in terms of all public sector salaries, yeah. um, you know, they're all published, they're negotiated. And I mean, I make the point about my salary or any, you know, anyone else's salary. It's all publicly available, and so it should be. Uh, and salaries are linked, uh, and within the public sa- service, all salaries are linked at, at, particular, uh, at particular grades. Mm-hmm. Um, so people will know very clearly what anybody uh, is paid. And any changes to government salaries, because this is, it, it, it's a very, whoever that texture is, you know, it's a very simple line for somebody to throw out. But all public sector salaries, including those of politicians, are negotiated as part okay. of the overall public sector. All right, Malcolm. Look, I will touch base with you on Thursday, but I'm waiting to hear from your Fianna Fáil colleague, John Fleming. But I just I have one more comment in relation to RTE. This listener is very is, is asking me to call out their comment, and they've given me their contact number, etc. The people of Ireland should stand up now together and never pay one more euro in licence fees to RTE. We've been taken for fools long enough and made fools of long enough. Please, if you can, please voice how mad I feel over this issue as a family, we budget to buy stamps for our licence, but no more. Now that is the reaction of a Morning Mix listener who has given me a contact number and we can uh, you know, verify that as well. I mean, I have to reflect this to you Malcolm, you're going into this Oireachtas committee you need to reflect it as well when, when you talk to these people. Absolutely Alan, and I, I entirely agree with that listener. I feel as angry about it. I mean, I had some of these people sitting in front of me I'm a regular attender at the Oireachtas Media Committee uh, and would have, you know, asked questions about RT and talked about how we can properly fund public sector broadcasting. Uh, and I was misled. Uh, so I share the anger that that person uh, has. It is important that we get, you know, good quality public sector broadcasting in Ireland, but RT doesn't have our confidence at the moment. And their statement today uh, will be very telling as to what's going to happen with the future of RT. Can can I also just say, Alan, because I I, I am very happy, and I was there in the council yesterday, uh, to congratulate John Fleming on his election as Cahirlock and Jared Carthy as last Cahirlock, but also to pay tribute to the outgoing Cahirlock, George Lawler, and last Cahirlock, Michael Whelan of Wexford County Council. You're, You're... you know, I don't think people realise a lot of the hard work um, that councillors do on the ground. Uh, you know, they don't get paid uh, large sums of money um, for what they do. They go above and beyond, uh, you know, what, what is uh, required of them. Uh, and so I want to wish uh, John and Ger the very best, and indeed the Cahirlick of all the, the, the districts, 
uh, over the next number of years. Our local councillors do a lot of really hard work uh, and uh, I think, you know, yesterday was a very special day for John and his family and just to wish him the best. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.